0: So hey, it's Chrissy from Two Girls One Brew, and I'm with Lori yeah. part, from Central Florida Home Brewers, and we are sitting here enjoying the Iron Brewer competition in Pasco County. That's all. Port Richie. Port Richie, Port Richie. <laughs> So, if you aren't aware of what the Iron Brewer competition is, it's it's pretty much like Iron Chef, really. It is. We're where just taking any mystery ingredient, making a beer out of it, and seeing what happens. But it's all home brewers, which is awesome because there's it's it's people out of their garages and, and what we do on a regular basis.
1: Um, so, have you had a chance to try? Some? I've tried a few of them. I haven't had a chance to walk around yet to try all of them. Um... Of course, I've tried ours. <laughs>
0: yeah. So for our club, we've done a popcorn goza, um, a Malamar porter, and a sage pale ale. Pale ale, yeah. So people are sampling them right now. So I'm watching the faces as they're coming up. And we've we've had a few come up to our booth. I yeah. haven't. A-
1: uh, and it what hasn't are, even really started yet. The we don't the event even know starts who the judges what? are. The judges are getting their beers, and they're being brought in there. Oh, so we don't the, know who they are. The little uh, there's seven of them, oh. uh, including two of the two of, two of the owners. Okay. Um, and they, it's the people that are coming out with the little looks like a little toolbox. Oh, they're bringing okay. them to the judges, from nice. what I understand. Nice. Yep. so we don't so they're anonymous judges exactly good idea exactly good idea. yeah so i'm excited it was when i first saw this advertised I, I thought this is a great event the winner gets to brew their beer here at liquid garage
0: very nice, very uh, nice.
1: and the proceeds from that beer go to charity
0: very nice yeah, so. yeah and actually the charities right across from us it's the um, Battle Buddies of Florida, Correct. Supporting dogs for for veterans and exactly. That's that's an amazing cause because I I know I've seen several veterans who their dogs have saved their lives. Exactly. Just by being dogs. Yep. I think and it's a it's a
1: great event. Um, they said they have uh, twenty. I think there's 24 or 26 so brews that they're judging and I think they've sold uh, advanced sales has been at least 80, 80 admissions. They've got some great raffle items over there as well as some silent auction stuff. Um, I think you know it's not even quite one o'clock yet and the event starts at one so I think I think yeah. we're going to start seeing things
0: get uh, get pretty busy here. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's one of the things I've been really extremely excited about, that homebrewing is not just about homebrewers. It's a lot of outreach to Community. charities. Like, I mean, the one that we're doing next month is Paws for Paws. And that's usually two separate
1: uh, pet rescue groups. Yeah. Um, so and we've done that one several years.
0: And it's nice because it's so altruistic. It's not just... It's not just sitting in your garage just brewing for your friends. That is involved, however. But it's, it's, it's the fact that so many people in the brewing community are, are giving back. That's one of the things I, I love about the home brewing community. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah, back uh, seven, eight years ago when we joined the club, uh, it was my husband's idea. Um, I didn't even know we had a homebrew club in Orlando at the time. Uh, and just, you know, the folks that, that are involved and have been involved through the years. Uh, some since the, the beginning, um, you know, everybody's for, you know, passing it on. So yeah, yeah it's great.
0: It's, I mean, def- it's definitely a labor of love too, because it takes hours and hours and days and days just to hopefully get something that's drinkable. It's, yep, exactly. I'm, I'm I'm starting to get there.
1: <laughs> so what's the most unusual one that you've done for beer? Yeah. Um, I've done a jasmine honey lager. Uh, I've done a chamomile Kolsch.
0: I like the botanicals. I like playing with the botanicals. Um, What is your dream botanical, like your dream flavor that you would want to dial it in the best for?
1: The one I really want to dial in is a clone, actually, of Founders Brewing. It's their uh, Perfecta Trifecta that was brewed specifically for the Epcot Food and Wine Festival. Oh, nice seven years ago, six, seven years ago. And you can still remember what it and tastes And I can still like. remember what it tastes like. And it was a chamomile lemongrass Kolsch. Ooh. And it was amazing. You could taste every single aspect of that. Yeah. It was just, and that's what started me trying the, the chamomile Kolsch. Yeah. But I need to kind of like dial it in a little more um, to try and get that clone aspect. But it was fantastic. You yeah. um, I like the jasmine. I like spruce beers, so I'd like to play with that at some point.
0: <laughs> we just tried the one over at uh, Motorworks. They've kind of retooled the one their spruce beer that you, they usually have. Oh yeah. Sometimes I, I, there was a while ago that we went that it, it tasted like you were drinking a tree, but now it's very subtle, mm-hmm. and they they've dialed it in really well. And, and luckily they brew so much of it. There's there's a lot to have of it but um that 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 is an art trying to get that spruce not to taste too piney right. or too yep. like you're drinking a tree
1: yeah exactly exactly we had one recently from and i can't remember the name of the brewery we brought it back from maine with us oh, nice. and it was uh, that was amazing too we had a couple of cans left um the other day
0: <laughs> it's like they're, those are gone now <laughs> Well, you also you find a beer that you want to try and you have it like almost like we have one that every time we open the the refrigerator I feel like like angels sing and I'm like nope not yet not, not, yet. not <laughs> yet not yet it's not time yet no I'm waiting for you yep I'll wait
1: Yep. where yeah Paul tends to uh, try to clean out the beer fridge oh yeah because uh, we have and and what's happening now is most of the stuff we've got left is you know your your ten percent yes eleven percent big beers and it's like <laughs> Do yeah, I want to go to now the sleep m-
0: right after? This? <laughs> not gonna work in the morning. Do I you want to pass know? out? Yeah. yeah, you you kind of run through the sipping beers like the the light seltzers and the the ciders and things, mm-hmm. and like most of ours are like heavy peanut butter porters and things like that, and you're like, nah. I have a lot of the Game of Thrones beers. Oh, yeah. A lot of
1: those. And it's like, yeah, they're barley wines.
0: (laughs) Those are are nice, definitely. They are, but they're so... Yeah, I looked in the back of our, we, we did a, we did a, an inventory of our beers, <laughs> most of them are mine, and it's like one of those things where it's like, you have that gut purchase where you're like, I need this right now, and then you're like, what the fuck did I just buy this? When did I think that a barrel aged,
1: Sorry, c- now uh,
0: when did, when did I need a barrel aged cider?
1: When- yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, and not and a, a barrel-aged girl. No, 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 no. Or, or in those situations where, like, you go to a brewery and you have to buy a four-pack, and you're like, I'm going to support this brewery. <laughs> Holy shit,
1: this is bad beer. Mm. But four of them. Yeah. Now, there's there's a few styles that I, you know, beers that I've had in my travels that it's like, geez, I'd really like you to do the this. Tape too? There was one. Uh, I don't know where they there was one from a brewery up in Maine. It was a Lithuanian style. Lithuanian? Yeah, Lithuanian. just really broke. Okay, yeah, it really just broke. Here. Yeah. Lithuanian-style raw beer. Oh, so it's a no-boil.
0: That and, like, novelty beers. Beers that I thought the label looked really kind of cool. Beers that like you're like oh this is really cool and then you tried it and you're like this was overrated.
1: How was the Allagash one I brought you
0: guys back from? Oh, was it good? The I think some of the some of the breweries are getting smart with their quantity too. That um, our favorite, my favorite is out of bee nectar. The, the dude's drug. Have you ever tried that? Mm-mm. It's a it's a cider, but it's made with cloves. Ooh, and it is. They started making like those bottles are huge, and as delicious as it is, by the time you get to the bottom of the bottle, you're like, I can't do this. I can't any- feel my face can't
1: anymore. Can't the face.
0: And um, well, that's kind of like the chicha over at Deadwoods. Oh yeah, with you the can clove to the it. Clove. I love it. I can't. I can't. I can't have too much of it or else I can't I drive. Do the, I do the. Yeah. Well, I only do the. The five ounce. Yeah. I do yeah. The,
1: the flights. Um, But the aroma to that one Uh, reminds me of juicy fruit gum, Uh or gum. So which beers have you tried here?
0: Um, Okay, so we tried the cumin. Mm -hmm. The cumin was interesting. It was like having a taco lunch, because for me, cumin is always everything you use in tacos. I'm like, It's it's pretty, but they made it work. The, they really made it work, it was surprising. The tarragon, Ooh. it actually, I went and sought out like the most, like seemingly unappetizing <laughs> one. And I, okay, so I was fascinated by the one that got the Ikea, something from Ikea. Something from that Ikea. Was category, that was the category. Oh beginning. yeah, yeah. I saw something that. from Ikea. They have used the salt. No, I have logic, salt. Salt. They sell salt at IKEA. So they. I. I. Mean, I like unfolds, with, they
1: or boysenberry or gooseberries or whatever they well, have. We
0: were talking about lingonberry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because when we saw that from IKEA thing, I was like, ooh, to make a lingonberry cider. Lingonberries are so good. It would have cost us to make, we looked at a mead, trying to make a lingonberry mead. It would cost over $100 to just get the lingonberries. Oh, wow. Because lingonberries are so expensive Uh that it was like, you don't even think about it when you go to Ikea, you're like, oh, it's a jar of jam for six bucks. I can do that. That's the only way you can get it at Ikea, uh, so most of it is sugar and pectin. There's very right. little lingonberry, but if you try to order lingonberries online, it's well over a hundred bucks for the amount that you would need to brew. Right. Just a, just a two and a half gallon, not even a five gallon. So I was like, okay, scrap that idea. Uh-huh, so they use salt. I did ask them if they boiled a table leg. Like. <laughs> Took like a mom dresser, put a piece of that in
1: there. My whole house is almost Ikea. <laughs> I mean, my bedroom, my sister's bedroom, several pieces in the den, several pieces in the living room. So it's it would like, have been fun if you could have taken, like, all the ingredients, parts of the beer, and made someone
0: have to assemble it. <laughs> <laughs> well, like a progressive dinner kind of beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that actually kind of sounds like fun. That, hey, note for next year. Yeah, really. Trying to think of a, a good competition is to, here, you're going to progressively build a, oh, yeah. build a beer. Build a build beer! Build a beer! Oh, that would be fun! A build-a-beer competition! <laughs> so here's your stuff. You come with your base. You come with a base, and then you could add... Add, like, add your stuff. Yeah. And they, could, they visit different foods yes. with different ingredients. That would that be hilarious. hilarious.
1: That would be hilarious. That would be really hilarious. And build a build-a-bear. beer. Build a beer. Paul wants to do a What's Brewing. W-A-T-T-S, and all-electric.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Like a brew day with just... I agree with that. Brewing electric, yes. Yep. And now we got the big one. I
1: heard. The big one. It's
0: like as tall as my dog. Uh-uh. She doesn't get into it. She doesn't like the sound. No, no, no. I'm thinking of it. Like, yeah, it's like... <laughs> it's tall.
1: It's very tall. I'd still probably need to stand on a stool. He, was, he had to stand
0: on a stool just to get it out, but the good thing about that is apparently the basket, the bottom pops out, unlike the one that is the smaller one that we all have, where you have to take the entire basket out, where you have to clean it. Right. This, the bottom pops out, to, it's a, it turns into just a cylinder. Uh-huh. So he said it's super easy to clean. Now to pull it out, yeah. But then he bought the next level, the next size up, and he tried, <laughs> he was like, I had to stay, like when I pull out my basket, you bought the bigger one, yeah. Babe. So he, on the smaller one, I have to get on a step stool just to pull the basket out. Cause I'm not tall enough when we put it on our table that, especially when we do a full with sparge and everything, pulling that thing out, it's like, one, it's hot, two, it's heavy. But he said even on the new one, on the bigger one, he had to get on the step stool and do it.
1: I just, I'm like, I won't
0: be able to do this. We've, we've only used we've only
1: used the foundry twice so far. Uh-huh. And I, we've kept it on the garage floor. Yeah, because... Like, the controls are at the top, not at the bottom. Oh, gotcha. With the one yeah. we had. Yeah. So it was easy, and it's just like, pop it out, turn it,
0: quarter turn, let it drain, spark, and it's just been fantastic. Yeah. It's been so easy to use. Well, we started, we started not, when we started, we weren't sparging. We were putting it on the, on the, um, stovetop, and we boiled it there. <laughs> and that was, okay, but now that we've started, sparks, oh, now that we got the copper coil that yeah. to cool it all down, oh my gosh. Yeah, you have that too. It is such yeah. a game changer, because it's like, it's all in one. You don't have to keep transferring it from vessel to vessel. Right. Anyway, because you're always afraid that you're going to get something in it, or something's going to be in the kettle, or something's going to be... Right. Or you going to drop it or something? Um, well, we've been doing electric for a while anyways,
1: but we've been doing on a 3,500-watt induction in the house, yeah. in the garage. So to cool it, we just take the whole pedal out. We've got this great big pink tub yeah. that we fill with ice and water, and we just stick it in there, and we just keep stirring. And that's yeah. how we were cooling it down. Um, sparging, and most of the time, 90% of the time, we were doing... Um, Partial mash, anyways.
0: Yeah. So really, no sparging involved,
1: you know. So, but this is, you know, now we're
0: doing all grain with the, the six and a half, which is for us is perfect, you know. Yeah, it's been great. That is that is one of the reasons that just I think if I had had to learn on like the gas system, I probably would have been a little hesitant, just because I'm always afraid I'm going to set the damn house on fire. Um, Thanks to YouTube and all those damn videos about the turkey gas. <laughs> <the> tur- <yeah. laughs> we've, we've even gone to an electric turkey fryer at this point.
1: Uh, we've gone from stovetop, Mr. Bearcats, to partial mash and the Mirage on an induction. We, we skipped the gas step completely. Oh,
0: well, you're lucky.
1: Because uh, it scares uh,
0: me. Yeah. Well, we would run out of propane halfway through and it would be like, shit, go run! Go run and get some <laughs> propane! Luckily we don't run out of electricity yeah. yet.
1: But the, the anvil has been, has been yeah. completely different. Um, we're gonna have to do we're gonna do a five gallon for Heinz and Paul. Mm-hmm. So do
0: you just brew twice or do yeah. you maybe do a partial mash? Instead, we did two like this the malamar beer is two okay we had to do it twice because we didn't have our bigger one we didn't have the five gallon okay so we did it twice um you just do it the same way twice i mean we did two back-to-back brew days so i just made the porter two days in a row instead of one i only have i only have place one place to do a five-gallon carboy to ferment for weight and pitch. Well, but we we ended up putting the two, two and a halfs in the fridge. Because we have two two, um, refrigerators. We don't have enough space. We're going to have
1: to figure that out. We might have to do back-to-back the same day. Either that or f- just do the partial mash Yeah.
0: I think I'm going to do a seltzer. That went over really well last
1: year. So I'm going to try, um, I'm going to do mango seltzer.
0: Because mm-hmm. yeah. I think that'll I, I be nice. That. I think that'll be nice. It's nice and fruity and light, especially for being out in the sun, because if it's as hot as it was last year. Yep. Yeah, but the seltzer went really
1: well last year. The pear cider, the peri went well. Yeah, the ginger beer went
0: well. The lighter stuff seems to go well. The hotter it gets, so. And I'm, I'm, I was kind of
1: gonna, I was gonna do my chai milk stuff. Oh yeah. Um, because what we're doing this year is, because I tend to play with different recipes, and I never dial them in. This year we've decided, Paul and I have decided we're going to pick two recipes and just do those all year long mm-hmm. for every competition and then that way we can you know really kind of dial it in based on the feedback um, and try and get some more consistency.
0: That's that's what I've been doing with uh, my heather this year. I'm just like, I'm doing one bear, except for the seltzer for pints for paws, I'm just gonna, I built I did a five gallon of the heather. So that it can last the whole year. And it's definitely different from the one that I had. So I'm looking forward to because I, I put it in through Shebrew this year. Right. So we'll see. It's a different set of taste buds that's trying it. Maybe people that are more familiar with the style. Right. I'm hoping.
1: Yeah. Um, everybody
0: who's a member. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to. Uh, I don't
1: know, but you're right. Pints and paws. It's, it's hot out. It's a festival. The lighter she, ones. Yeah. Maybe I'll do my. Honey lager. That's the other
0: one that I, maybe I'll do the jasmine honey. Oh yeah, that sounds good. That might that might go well. Because I think it's mainly the lighter ones that were going really well. The the heavier the stouts and the the people do it at the beginning, but then toward the end of the day they're so damn hot you don't, you don't want to have that heaviness beer. of that milk and yeah. all that lactose toward the end of the day it makes you sleepy.
1: Maybe I will do okay. the honey lager because that is a partial mash. That's an extract yeah. risk, actually. Yeah, that might be I, yeah, better space-wise. Yep, yeah, exactly. And then I'll keg it, and we'll use that for pint uh, okay. So We got out. a month.
0: Yep. It's I'm gonna try and let my seltzer sit for at least two and a half weeks, so it gets up to an eight <laughs> percent. Because that seems to be a good damage. Because <laughs> that's what we did with last year's We forgot about it. We forgot about it. <laughs> We ended up actually calling it knock-you-on-your-ass seltzer. <laughs> yep. Because it really was very powerful. Unintentionally powerful. And it was pretty much because Matt forgot that he left it in the office. And we just walk into the office going, ah, shit, I need to do something with that. And then another day later, ah, shit, I need to do something with that. Oh, I better, I better kick that.
1: <laughs> I don't know what the hell it is.
0: I've been sitting in there for four years. It's so old they can go to college. And
1: probably. it.
0: It's like wine. <laughs> it's ready for graduate school. It's got a PhD. <laughs> it's like Dr. Pepper. He earned that degree. <laughs>
1: So good. It should
0: be All right, we're going to wrap this up and, and continue to enjoy. Uh, there is is there there is a delightful peach <laughs> clove
1: <laughs>
0: that a female brewer made for Pasco County uh, brewers. It's really good. And you had a
1: sriracha one? Actually? I had a
0: sriracha one. It's still burning my throat. Is it really? It is. It is very powerful. Yeah, but know. Well, thank you for letting me pick your brain, Lori. Oh, no problem and uh and we'll continue with our odyssey of iron brewing thank you for joining us so as always ladies don't, don't fear, fear the beer. The beer. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs>